0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. This is yours truly, Cherry Agarwal and joining me today is Ayush Sawari.
1: Hello, Cherry.
0: Hi, Ayush. But how are you on time?
1: I'm on time because I, uh, when I'm not uh, taking my bike from home to office, I manage the metro Such
0: an excuse, nice way to blame the bike
1: No, it's not, I, why would I blame the bike? I haven't done anything wrong, so there's no blame to be allocated here But
0: what did you do to your poor bike?
1: I actually was very lazy when it came to servicing that machine, so it, the engine ceased
0: <laughs> Wow, so it's not taking your shit anymore? No, nah, no one is but uh, today we'll be talking about a six day festival in Karnataka and its boycott by Dalits. Ayush, why is this important?
1: This is important because if you run a simple Google search on boycotts and dalits if you just take those two words you'll find innumerable stories talking about how dalits are usually boycotted from you know uh, from festivals from spaces from resources but this is a story coming out of Karnataka which talks about dalits boycotting so it's a reverse boycott and that's why it's important.
0: Okay we'll come back to this because I did a Google search and I'll tell the people the results that we found. But first, more of the topics that we'll be discussing. We'll also be joined by Prateek.
1: Who'll be talking about uh, his ground reporting from the states of Maharashtra and Madhya Pradesh. And we'll also talk about the report in scroll from West Bengal by Shoaib Daniel.
0: And we'll also be talking about Prime Minister Narendra Modi's interview with News Nation. Much yeah. controversy, much wow.
1: How can we go without talking about that? <laughs>
0: but is it okay for a Prime Minister to have his question scripted?
1: It's never okay for anyone who's serving public office to have their question scripted.
0: Uh, Okay, we'll come back to that question again. Ayush will also be talking about a fun rally he attended. Too much Modi, Ayush. What is happening? What too much
1: Modi? I went to a Rahul Gandhi rally, so it obviously made sense to go to a Modi rally.
0: But you eventually ended up going to a Rahul Gandhi rally. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we'll tell you what happened with Ayush and how he also chased down the Atishi pamphlet in Delhi. We'll also be talking about a report on Cyclone Fani and how Dalits and Puri were turned away from Cyclone shelters while the storm was at its height. That report really stood out to me and I thought it was super underreported. Apart from one scroll report and I think another one in the New Indian Express, I didn't see anything. So Aish, let's begin with you. What was underreported over the last week? Well,
1: what was underreported was this one report that came out in, again, the New Indian Express. And it talked about this... Village in rural Karnataka, which celebrates an ancient six day festival. The festival is called Brahma Kalotsav and it's celebrated in Chandku Shri Dorgara Parmeshwari temple. And obviously, all the villagers from the neighboring areas are called to this temple. And when the Dalits and the OBC communities made their way to this place, they realized that the upper castes of uh, the local area had not worn a garment on their upper body and they said that it was meant as an identification for their caste status. And that played out obviously as segregation because these upper caste people were given different space to sit in and even the locals in the temples who worked there could identify people because this is a small well-knit community and accordingly they were given a place based on you know what caste they belong from so the Dalits and the OBCs of uh, of this area boycotted this festival. And of course, if you read the report, there's a Dalit activist who said that, you know, this is very prevalent. And when they went to their local MLA and complained to him, they were asked to keep mum saying, you know, the festival started, don't make a fuss about it. But this
0: festival is an annual festival, right? It's an annual festival and it's an
1: ancient festival. It's been going on for years and years. So why
0: boycotted this year, from what I understand, then the segregation would have taken place even in the previous years?
1: I'm assuming it wasn't because if this was an everyday occurrence, then this report would have stated so. But it hasn't done that. And if you find it in Mangaluru, and I couldn't find any other reference for saying that this has happened before. So I'm assuming this is the first time, at least in this area, when this segregation happens in this given space that is a temple. And just because of that, it looks like a interesting report, you know, for someone to go out and file because only the New Indian Expresses file this.
0: And I'm sure News Laundry can do it. You can go do it. But for that, dear listeners, you will have to subscribe. Please pay to keep news free and independent. And please contribute to NL Sena so Aish can go down to Mangaluru and do this report. And I see a very nice smile on Ayesha's face.
1: Because I'm thinking if one of our subscribers... And gentle souls, as they really are, they help us with everything, can also help me with some Kannada lessons. (laughs) That'll really help.
0: I'm sure they'll be more than happy. I mean, they have offered to host us if we go out reporting. Yes. So I'm sure they can give you a lot of Kannada lessons, which you can also get on Twitter. (laughs) You're actually right, Ayush when you said that this is probably one of the rare occurrences where Dalits are boycotting an event. So I put the Dalits boycott keyword in Google search and every headline that's coming up just shows the atrocities that are being perpetrated against them. I'm just going to read out some of them. Dalit grooms horse ride triggers threats. Facing social boycott, Dalit families threaten to skip voting. Okay, this may be slightly similar to what You're saying, but here Dalit families are again facing threats, which is why they're willing to give up their even voting franchise, right? Yes, four Dalit families beaten up face social boycott, uh, boycott of Kari Dalits over horse riding continues, aftermath of Bharatpand, violence in MP, boycott of Dalits by upper caste. I mean, the internet is filled with such stories, yeah. So, I mean, this story about where Dalits are asserting their rights, yes, or asserting finally saying, okay, this is not something we are going to Hmm. suffer through anymore. I think it's interesting to go and explore and report on.
1: Yes, and it'll also be good to explore the media's uh, patterns of reporting when it comes to these occasions because the fact that only the New Indian Express reported this Uh, might point towards a trend that even though the media is quick to jump when it comes to stories of Dalit victimhood, what about when it comes to stories of Dalit assertion or Dalit reverse boycotts? And if that doesn't get too much attention, it definitely says something about the media as well.
0: It's definitely important. I think even when there was Bhima Korigao, uh coverage, there were interesting narratives coming out that the media is only reporting it a certain way. Even mm. certain facts were, you know, right. put at the end of the story or were left out to sort of weave a certain narrative. But I mm. think it'll be very interesting to see, go on the ground and see what's been the media's role and whether there's any merit to the fact that only Dalit victimhood is played out and Dalit assertion isn't. Moving on, I want to speak about a report that Scroll did uh about how dalits in Puri were turned away from storm shelters. Uh Cyclone Fani landed in uh Orissa and I mean everything has been blown away, right? We I saw pictures of before Fani struck and after Fani struck. And I mean it's amazing the difference, the stark difference that one can see. And when the wind is at its height. Mm. People are hiding in shelters, right? People are going to safety. And some of the Dalits don't even have tinned roof. Leave aside cemented or asbestos sheets or roof that will protect them. They have mud roof. That goes away. The wind just blows it away. And these people are trying to get into the shelter, I mean, their life is as important as the life of those people inside the shelter and you're turning them away. You do not own that shelter. How are you turning them away? So,
1: according to the report, were they turned away by the officials who manage these shelters or were they turned away by probably people who have high social influence in that area?
0: From what I can understand from the report, it was in the officials and the report also actually quotes one of the officials saying that this is not something that doesn't happen. This is something that happens. That is worrying me more that the official knows that this is something that happens and still little is being done to do away with this.
1: Yes, which also, I mean, that corroborates with the behavior of the MP when we were talking about the Karnataka story where the MP was like, don't make a fuss about it. So, there's a uniformity of behavior in that sense.
0: So, one of the officers who was on the ground, who the report quotes, uh, is an Odessa Special Relief Commissioner. And he says that he, he had witnessed a similar incident of discrimination in Puri District in 2004-2005, when he was with the United Nations Development Programme. Floodwaters had entered the houses of lower caste people which are of course at a lower elevation but the upper caste school teacher who had the key to the local shelter refused to open it. Wow. I mean it's just amazing to me how cold people can be in a situation yeah. like that.
1: But you know what this reminds me of uh, there's a Sanjay Rajora interview in which he's continuously asked by the interviewer that you know, there's this idea of India, that you know, this one thing about India, secularism, the Ganga Jamna Tezib. And Rajara says, you know, that's not Indian at all. That's something somewhere down the line on the list, like eighth or ninth, That secularism bit. The most the foremost thing and the foremost behavior that Indians attest to, number one, is caste. And reading their Google searches, and I, I noticed they're from around the country, and then Karnataka, and then you talked about a story from Puri. I think it just makes me think how true Rajora was in that way.
0: On that note, I would really recommend that you go and read the scroll report. Cyclone Fani, Dalits, and Puri say they were turned away from shelters at the height of storm. The strap reads, on May 3rd, around 85 people were reportedly barred from three public shelters. It's not even like they went to one shelter. Mm. They went to three shelters in the area and they were turned away. Eventually, they had to take shelter under trees, in the open, when the wind speed was at 200 kilometers per hour. Do check this report out. Moving on. Ayush... What happened at the Modi rally? I can't imagine you being at a Modi rally.
1: Why not? Like, what, what's with me and Modi?
0: I mean, you'll just mix with the crowd, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're <laughs> calling me Sanghi then? No, no. I didn't say that. No, that's what you said. You said I you, are mixed you with the like crowd. I thought you were like
0: the Ahmadmi, people yeah. who go to his rally. Okay, now okay. you think you're a Sanghi, then the truth is out.
1: But the Modi rally was uh, actually way, way bigger than the Rahul Gandhi public meeting, as they called it. So I. If in
0: size and the number of people definitely. who attended.
1: So if you were to put a number to the Rahul Gandhi public meeting, what, 200 people? Mm-hmm. Modi rally was at least, it went into thousands. And it was a mega rally. So public meeting versus mega rally. It says a lot about their bank accounts also. And uh, I, w- I was there to actually fi- find out what the Modi supporters or the people who show up at the rally supporting Modi think about the media. Mm-hmm. And I did a little video story. And Sucharita, who's you know our intern, she helped me with it. And we went around talking to people. And, you know, ask them what they think about the media. So, mm-hmm. everyone says, you know, media is important and it's great. They have a vastvik things they And then ask, it? Z News, India TV. And if, and if you name a, you know, favorite journalist, so Rajat Sharma, Sudhir Chaudhary, Anjana Kashyap. No one named Arnab, by the way, which was a little intriguing. Mm-hmm.
0: Very yeah. interesting. You didn't bring that up?
1: I didn't bring it up because I understood that these people were very much consumers of Hindi media. Mm-hmm. That's why they all, Rajat Sharma Sudhir, they were Hindi people. But
0: but take me through the process of you being, you reaching the venue. Hmm. How do they let reporters and media personnel in? Do they identify them? Do they give them cards? I mean, how does it work?
1: So, uh, yeah, that happens. So, you get a s- exclusive uh, card with Modi's picture on it and, <laughs> and Ferek f- f- <laughs> Bar Modi Sarkar written on it. And what you have to do, so Ramlila Medan is a little elevated. Mm-hmm. So, you stand outside. There's this guy standing on the fence upper. He's like <laughs> three feet upper. And then you say, you give him your press card. Uh-huh. And you say, I this. Then uh-huh. he goes inside, comes out after two minutes, gives you a saffron cloth ka beautiful ID card. Where? Uh-huh. Then you go show your back to the security wall And there's a lot of media there So I, I, me and Sucharita were standing there for 25 minutes Half an hour just to get accredited uh-huh. They check your bag, they put a very floppy Sticker on it uh-huh. and everyone's sticker Kept falling, so when they were <laughs> going to enter They were like, sticker ka and they were like, gir gaya So they went back, so we all put our stickers Somewhere on our phone, just mm. to Make sure it doesn't fall, mm. so it was a long Process, you had to get that card, you had to Give your name, number and if you had a PIB accreditation and you had mm. to get the Security clearance, mm. so three steps Mm. And it took a lot of time, and people were really annoyed.
0: <laughs> but you still wanted to get inside?
1: You had to. I mean, if you're a media, you have to tolerate these things because what's inside is way more, you know, rewarding.
0: Was there any categorization in terms of this is print media, this is electronic media, this is online media?
1: No, no such categorization. And
0: how far was, I mean, space where the media stood from, where the crowd was and where the just, stage just was. Just
1: beside it. So they obviously got the space in front. So assume there's a stage, huge stage, uske aage at least 50 feet of emptiness, just mm-hmm. to make sure you know no one jumps in and kisses Modi. <laughs> then on the right side of that, there is uh, the media. Uske is just behind party workers' ka space and then the people. It's not too far. You can actually go. You Isn't can cross this senses. similar to
0: how you described Rahul Gandhi's public meeting? Rahul Gandhi's public
1: meeting, mein, people were conspicuously kept away. I, but here I also, people be, are
0: kept away, right? They weren't
1: kept away. I mean, you weren't very far from the party workers. So the party workers were like 30 feet space. And then everyone behind was people, thousands and thousands and How thousands. How do
0: you know these people weren't really party workers? well
1: talking to them you can find out party mm-hmm. workers have a special kind of zeal which you can you know put a finger on and say yeah this guy is a karta. but people they have they are just like you and I
0: but I do want to ask you this I mean I was reading a report uh, about Amit Shah's rally yeah. and there, uh, Amit Shah's rally in West Bengal and there one of these reporters were telling me and the report also mentioned this that a lot of people or rather it implied that a lot of people were brought in to attend mm. the rally right they yeah. were not there out of their will right they were just brought in to attend and to show the strength Mm. did you think did you find something similar at modi's rally given that we're talking we're emphasizing on how much the strength showed at modi's rally as opposed to rahul gandhi's rally
1: so look the reports put out by pti definitely said that people were ferried in uh, and they they put a number saying for this mega rally yeah, in Delhi 5000 buses but one can't say that they were brought there against their will mm-hmm. they probably wanted to be there and they no, just I gave mean, them buses I mean not
0: against their will types but mm-hmm. I, I'm more thinking were the incentives given for them to attend the rally mm-hmm. because I remember either I read this in some book or I read this in report there was one rally in Maharashtra I think it was a congress rally or congress road show. No, sorry. It was some rally down south, where they a a I mean, if you're going to give away freebies, people are going to come to attend. Yeah. So were there some sort of inducements given for so many people to show up, is what I was
1: asking. Not that I could see. I didn't see anyone holding anything that could be described as an inducement. There were a lot of, of course, at the public meeting, you had, there was a lot of water packets. And we know what these people water were doing, these urchins, they were taking the water packets and there were lots and lots of water packets and they were just randomly throwing them into the air. What? And it would fall on some poor chap and it was flying across. You could, if you see some shots that I've taken, there's just water packets flying like, you know, jumping unicorns but in a why? rainbow why?
0: I don't get this.
1: It's just naughty, mischievous people. It reminds <laughs> you of your
0: childhood, no? Ayush?
1: <laughs> I didn't do that ever. I'll forget being at a rally. I the max I did was went to neighborhoods and rang the bells and ran away, but water packets is too much.
0: I but during Holi I really find my neighborhood kids super annoying. Yeah, second floor pe khade ho jayenge, balloon mein pani bhar lenge. I, I don't know what other shit they would put in that balloon. Literally, I have heard people putting semen and gober in the balloons and that's, throwing. That's,
1: that's that's fucked up. There's no other word for it. But fortunately never happened with me. But yeah, that's the thing. In Delhi that's way easier because the way societies are also designed. If you go to Kalkaji or these South Delhi places, and but the good way if you want to take my advice on this, a good way to avoid getting struck by a water balloon is to always keep an eye on the road. So if you see a wet patch you always never go from there. So that's a trick you can keep in mind for next you time. See-
0: I mean how do you avoid that kid who's standing on the second floor if you're not looking upper
1: you look at the road na usne to road, so, the road on the patches pata, you?
0: Now? Yeah,
1: then you can't do anything but i'm giving you a trick
0: but since we're talking about rallies and elections let's go to prateek and he's been covering maharashtra and madhya pradesh for yes. this elections he's done some incredible ground reports he's spoken to he's visited dalit villages i will actually i will just let him speak about this uh, in case you want to check out his reports, you will find that on newslaundry.com. And here, let's hear from Prateek himself.
1: Hi Prateek. Hi Ayush. Yeah, ala ala bhao. <laughs> 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 what
0: is this Pune love, guys?
1: <laughs> Prateek, uh, you, you, were, you were in Madhya Pradesh and Maharashtra so when okay. you've been ah. roving waha pe, what has been the situation ground maybe bhopal tha, i thought bhopal was a bjp wave but i couldn't find rest of madhya Pradesh's ah. mood but so what is what is it like in the rest of the state
2: okay, mp mein uh, rural areas hai uh, waha pe congress ke jo state government ko leke bahut narazi hai to kyunki uh, jo assembly election ke waqt jo unhone bola tha ki, like within 10 days wo will maaf kar denge sara hmm. to wo, हुआ नहीं है ग्राउंड लेवल पे उससे किसान लोग बहुत नाराज हैं तो वो वो भी ऐसे ऐसे एरिया में जहां पे पूरा कांग्रेस का होल्ड है मतलब वहां पे और ऐसे किसान जिन्होंने कांग्रेस को वोट किया है पिछले इलेक्शन में सिर्फ इसी इसी इसी, इसी प्रॉमिस पे वो लोग कांग्रेस को वोट मतलब उनका बहुत नाराजगी है तो चीज उनको करने
0: वाली है
2: 10 रीज़नेबल था कि नहीं तो मतलब पॉसिबल नहीं था प्रैक्टिकली कि 10 दिन में इतने सारे किसानों का लोन माफ कर दिया जाए Promise हजारों Taki का लोन था तो वो सिर्फ इसलिए उन्होंने मतलब इसको इसलिए वो पीपल प्रॉमिस इसलिए था कि वो लोग किसानों को अपनी तरफ डाइवर्ट कर सके किसान वो लोग की गंदी गंदी गालियां देते हैं दे रहे हैं मतलब कांग्रेस को बे तो वो एक चीज है जो आई थिंक मेरे को लगता है कि वो एक आई थिंक दिक्कत हो सकती है आप
0: मध्य प्रदेश और महाराष्ट्र में कौन-कौन से एरिया में
2: गए थे जी और वहां पे जैसे फॉर एग्जांपल ये जोतरादित्य सिंधिया की कांस्टेंसी ये गुना उसके बाद फिर ये मुरैना का है तो ये सब जो इलाके हैं ये बहुत मतलब इनके जो लीडर्स हैं यहां से बहुत बड़े-बड़े लीडर्स हैं नरेंद्र सिंह तोमर जो तो बहुत बुरा हालत कंसिस्टेंसी इसका जी आप सोशल 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 उस social भी देखें तो भी बहुत ऐसे पुराना का आप देखेंगे मतलब इतना ज्यादा जातिवाद है जी तो एक ग्राउंड रिपोर्ट भी करी थी उस जी कि वो एक फैमिली है उनको मतलब पीने के पानी है नहाने के पानी मतलब तक की दिक्कत है मतलब पीने बहुत मतलब तो बहुत की बात है मतलब बाकी दर्जे की है जी. उनको अलाउ नहीं करती वहां से पानी politics.
0: सो कास्ट इज प्लेइंग a very इंपोर्टेंट रोल
2: बहुत और मतलब ये अगर आप इलेक्शन देखेंगे मतलब अगर आप देखें वो मीडिया को देख लो बकवास करने के अलावा कोई पब्लिक इश्यूज के बारे में तो बात होती नहीं मीडिया में
0: मीडिया में मतलब मेरे हिसाब से मुझे
2: Local लोकल मीडिया भी यही सब जैसा जो जैसा नेशनल मीडिया रिपोर्ट कर रहा है अभी देखिए लोकल मीडिया में चुनाव चलना है तो उस इलाके में बड़े-बड़े नेता आ रहे हैं ठीक है तो जैसे मोदी ने क्या कहा या प्रियंका गांधी तो उसने क्या कहा या राहुल क्या कहा हम्म mm-hmm. ये मतलब मेरे को चीज लगता है कि हमारे इलेक्शंस में बजाय मीडिया हम लोग जो पब्लिक इश्यूज हैं जब वो उसी पे जीत के आते हैं में इतनी बड़ी-बड़ी बातें की करी जाती हैं
0: mm-hmm.
2: हम लोग को मीडिया बजाय मतलब मेरा ऐसा पर्सनली मानना है कि एक पॉलिटिकल ट्रेल करने की बजाय मेरको ऐसा लगता है कि ये इलेक्शन में सिर्फ मतलब यही सब चलता रहा और कुछ नहीं सिर्फ बयान मतलब इसने इसको बोल दिया उसने उसको बुरा बोल दिया ये सब लिख करे
1: प्रतीक तो आप भोपाल में भी थे ना आप भोपाल में भी था मैं हाँ तो मे, मतलब मेरा भोपाल का असेसमेंट ये था कि वहां पे प्रज्ञात जो है मतलब कंट्रोवर्शियल तो वो हैं ही उनके स्टेटमेंट्स भी काफी लोगों ने वहां अच्छे नहीं लिए जो मराठी कम्युनिटी है उनको स्पेशली करकरे वाला काफी स्टेटमेंट काफी चुभा तो मेरा असेसमेंट था कि शी शी इज गेटिंग यू नो गुड नंबर ऑफ वोट्स फ्रॉम दैट
2: कॉन्स्टिट्यूएंसी कि जो दिग्विजय सिंह को वो वोट कर अगर बात करेंगे किसी से तो वो सीधा दिग्विजय सिंह का साल का जो कार्यकाल था मुख्यमंत्री का वो लोग उस बात पे पहुंच जाते हैं वो बोलते हैं कि वापस से हमको ये सब नहीं चाहिए बिजली नहीं होगी और बाकी दिक्कतें होंगी वो लोग उस बात के बात करते हैं और ठीक है ना लेकिन यहां भोपाल में असर नहीं पड़ने वाला उसको उसका रीजन यह है कि यहां बहुत सारे लोग को हेमंत कर कर कौन है ही पता नहीं और जो मराठी कम्युनिटी आपने पूछा मराठी कम्युनिटी की तादाद बहुत कम है जी तो यह जो इलेक्शन है वो सेंटीमेंट पे ज्यादा है हम्म ठीक है और दूसरा कि जैसे 10 ऐसा 8:2 का रेशियो है या three का समझ लीजिए right. कि भाई तीन बोलेंगे कि हां कांग्रेस और ये सात लोग बोलेंगे बीजेपी सही में <laughs> लेकिन तीसरी अगर प्रग्या ठाकुर हारती है hmm. वहां से तो आप इस समझ के चलना बीजेपी का बहुत बड़ा योगदान होगा उसको उसमें जी ये लोकल फॉर एग्जांपल मैं आपको अब आप ये सोचिए कि अगर आप वहां से चुनाव लड़ वो भी उसी भाजपा के उस पार्टी के टिकट पे की जो वहां का जिला है हुँ. और आप उसको तो वो जो कैंडिडेट वहां के जो, जो लोकल बीजेपी के जो बनने हैं वहां के जी वो थोड़े से वो हैं हम्म हालांकि
0: है,
2: Oh, work against कागेंसर लेकिन पब्लिक पब्लिक Public or ना वो us, वो हो गया है कि कोई और देखिए उससे भी ज्यादा प्रकाश सिंह ठाकुर को भी छोड़ दीजिए आप मैं जितने भी में मतलब महाराष्ट्र है जहां पे भी मैं गया मध्य प्रदेश में सब लोग वोट जो लोकल लोग
0: <laughs> <laughs> वहाँ पे भी लोग लोकल right. कैंडिडेट्स के लिए वोट नहीं कर रहे। For example, South Delhi में people were telling me hmm. कि रमेश बिदुरी जो वहाँ से अभी खड़े हो रहे कैंडिडेट, उन्होंने कुछ भी काम Aha. नहीं किया है। But हम फिर भी uh, B J P को वोट देंगे, because we want Modi to become the Prime Minister।
2: Right, right, right। तो वही उसे हिसाब से ही लोग वोट Correct. कि वो एक बार वो B J P से नाराज होंगे, लेकिन वो Hmm. But, uh, obviously, the is a politician. a and politician. The king
1: But,
0: it's
2: the public sentiment, I think, it.
0: Pratik Singh Pratik, Why did you not cover more areas? Like you said, keep... You uh, political trails, leaders, ground reports. And you've done some fantastic ground reports. Particularly, your report So why did you choose you. these
2: particular areas or for example, you a a तो ट्रैफिक जाम हो रहा है तो वो इन लोगों के सबसे बड़ा इशू रहता है ठीक है लेकिन अगर आप किसी गांव में जाएंगे तो वहां पे ऐसी स्थिति है कि जैसे मैं आपको बोला कि को पानी नहीं है और मतलब और बहुत सारी तकलीफ है तो अगर हम वो फोकस मतलब मेरे को लगता है कि उन पे फोकस हमको करना चाहिए बिल्कुल, बिल्कुल.
0: Okay. Uh, Thank you, Prateek. Thank you for joining us. Listeners, that is exactly the reason we need more resources. We need you to step up so that we can send out reporters to different areas and get you more ground reports. Moving on very quickly, Aish, tell me, how did you chase down that Atishi pamphlet? You eventually didn't find it.
1: I didn't find it. And Express did, by the way. But The thing is, that story, it was from my very first moment I read about it, the very first tweet I saw on that pamphlet my nerves were tingling. I knew there was something <laughs> there and I had to get to the bottom of it. But Aisha's
0: uh, face is giving me all sorts of expression. I can't figure out what you're trying to convey. Look,
1: it's, a, it's a very, uh, one of the biggest controversies that have happened in Delhi politics that I can remember. And I've mm-hmm. grown up here, so I'm familiar with the things that have happened before. And this, the context of this is that there was a pamphlet that was circulated, claimed mm-hmm. to be circulated, and that if you read that pamphlet, it says very, very derogatory and scurrilous things about Atishi who was uh, standing from the East Delhi constituency about Antwene mm. Kejriwal, about mm. Manish Sisodia. And the app in a PESC conference uh, on Thursday claimed that it came from the Gautam Gambhir's team that they were mm. circulating it and mm. they named three areas in Delhi. Mm. So the... Easiest thing to do, or the rather logical thing to do, is to always find out that if they're claiming that these were circulated in newspapers, you go to these places, and in the morning, these newspapers are dispatched at a certain point in all these Different localities. Depots. Right. So, you find out which depots circulate newspapers to which areas. Now, in Krishnanagar, and Vishwasnagar, and Vivek Vihar.
0: Why n- did you choose these three areas?
1: I chose those areas because in the AAP press conference, they specifically mentioned that Vivek Vihar and Vishwas Nagar may circulate. So you find out. It
0: made sense going to these depots to verify the claims were true. What is your feeling after doing that report? I
1: feel that, uh, well, look, I still have to find a person, and I've gone through too many people in that part of city. I think I know every second or third person by now, and I've annoyed each and every one of them because they don't want. To be, you know, uh, they really don't like this controversy. Hmm. They're disgusted by this. And people are very annoyed. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Hmm. And that was a disappointment. So when the Express report came out saying, you know, that they found the vendor and they found two people in two localities in East Delhi who had it, I thought that was rather disappointing as a reporter. But then... I still,
0: that you couldn't find them? Yeah,
1: and I still believe that the express report you know, leaves much to be desired. Because if you remember, it said that the, the that vendor was given 300 pamphlets to be circulated. Mm. And yet in that whole area, they've just found one household. Mm. So mm. there are lots of households to be found. But if you see TV9 bharatvarsh's report, they went actually to every house. Mm. And no one said yes, they didn't get it. So it leaves a lot of space uh, for investigation still
0: speaking about disappointment what did you think of modi's interview with news nation
1: oh my god <laughs> so modi's interview with New- news nation was disappointing of course he said as you know and as your as our listeners obviously know that you know he his raw wisdom was that if we send airplanes when it was cloudy we can probably you know escape the radar oh my god which is not how radars work And also that he was using a camera (laughs) back in the day when there were no cameras in this Uh socialist shithole. That was our country.
0: So then Congress should get credit for bringing technology, right?
1: Well, no one should get any credit. The only person who deserves credit right now is the Congress IT cell. (laughs) Because they have actually taken this and, you know, there's elections going on and there's a climate of political derision to poke fun at the other person. And they've really done a good job by all these meme-giri and circulating have, it on because social media. I've always
0: thought that Congress is also, Congress always picks things up after like yeah. two or three weeks but when there's no point. But now they were pretty
1: quick. They were quick to jump okay. on this.
0: But uh, one last question, Aish, before we wrap up the podcast. Uh, initially, we were discussing is it okay for a Prime Minister to have his questions scripted? And you said, no, it's not.
1: Yeah, it's not.
0: I mean, but don't you send out questions to people you're going to interview?
1: Yeah, you send them out to them, but... Uh, the sense you get from this interview is that they weren't asking any follow up questions if you noticed. Mm-hmm and plus that question if you saw the script the image that it captured in the News Nation interview there was a question and there was the poem that he was going to mm. recite and he asked exactly the same question so I don't do that I don't if I, if you ask asking a detailed question you don't exactly write them out and exactly mm-hmm. ask them out and why does this, this guy have a sheet with a question on it I don't understand it was question 27 and when Rahul Gandhi pointed this to him in that Deepak Chaurasia's interview with Rahul Gandhi he said Ki, no, that was the only only thing that you know that was on the paper <laughs> bro it said question 27 there were 26 question before that what are you bullshitting people about so,
0: okay uh, uh dear listeners do watch the interview and tell us what you think um i i think aish i agree with you in the sense that it's okay to give a sense of the agenda uh to the person you're interviewing but it's not okay to uh, give in questions like you have you know, but yeah. These are questions that bring in humor and color yeah. to the interview. So it's
1: and I have one just one small thought that it's been rather impressive to watch Mr. Gandhi's interviews with various news channels, mm-hmm. Ravish and you know Vasu and everyone else it has come across till now as very unscripted because they've mm. asked good questions. But again, I've been disappointed with most of these media houses because none of them have brought up probably one of the most important questions is that last year while he was campaigning, the low-key campaigning, Mr. Gandhi said that Congress had no role in 1984. Mm. And if these interviews are re- as unscripted as they seem with Mr. Gandhi, they should have. someone should have asked him, why do you believe this? Why do you believe this? Instead given that there's so much overwhelming evidence to show that your party and your workers were involved in the riots definitely
0: grill the politicians hold them accountable i mean you're being journalist and finally i just want to conclude my thought that there should be follow-up questions when you're giving them sense of an agenda it cannot just be word to word what you're telling them precisely uh with that we come to a close of the podcast um But guys, putting a podcast together takes a lot of time, effort and resources. Please ensure we can continue doing this. Pay to keep news free. Subscribe to News Laundry.
1: And listeners, if you're listening to this podcast on any other platforms like Stitcher or SoundCloud and now even Spotify, where we'll soon have a separate channel of our own in a couple of weeks. You can check out the News Laundry website, www.newslaundry.com and check out other cool stuff we do like videos and now a full-fledged election project. There are different tabs and you'll find them on our website.
0: So do remember to follow our new channel. So Ayush, before we wrap up, what's your recommendation? Okay,
1: so my recommendation is this ground report from John Pur done by... uh, Shivam, which for the print, in which he brings to light this very interesting phenomenon of Dalits and OBCs putting their uh, you know disagreements behind and actually coming together and voting in these elections. That was one. The, sh- the second report is Shoaib Daniel's report for Scroll, which is on West Bengal uh, and talks about how the BJP has strengthened their organisation just by using apps like WhatsApp and. The party is a rising star in the state.
0: And also, I think what it mentions very interestingly is it's not that the BJP's presence is very predominant. BJP has been able to make a segue in West Bengal because of the weakening of the left in the in the state
1: you're right and he has a picture of the office of the left in somewhere in West Bengal Mm -hmm. and he compares it to the BJP office which is you know very extravagant Mm -hmm. and the left office is like broken and in shambles and it's it's very interesting the Mm -hmm. contrast
0: uh my recommendation is a report in the Indian Express by Smita Nair the headline is the girl in the sky blue dress she's dead it's a quote from the report that's the headline Farheen uh Died in the 2008 Malika Blast. And this report is an interview with her parents. And it's a very beautifully written report. And it's important because it just... Given the controversy surrounding Pragya Singh in Bhopal I think it's important to see and revisit what the families are still going through so do check out this report and if you have any feedback love or paths do tweet to any of us or write to any of us at contact at newslaundry.com or to me at cherry at newslaundry.com also we would love for our subscribers to become a part of Reporters Without Orders so if you want to talk to us about news that is underreported news that is overreported please write to parikshit at newslaundry.com or you can write to contact at newslaundry.com and be a part of Reporters. Happy subscribing! All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and
2: sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.